0: My name is Jose Vargas, and I am on a mission to help you create breakthroughs in your personal and professional life so that you can grow and lead your life with excellence. Welcome everyone to the Jose Vargas Show. This podcast was created for leaders to help leaders strategize to create breakthroughs so that you can lead yourself and others effectively. I am your host, Jose Vargas. Thank you for listening. Listen, we've been on a growth journey together throughout this show over the last few months. And by the way, thank you for listening every single week for those of you who've been listening and joining me on this journey of growth and leadership. And if you've been with me from the beginning, I, I, and if you st- you're sticking by, I know that you're getting some value out of this show. And if you are, can I ask you for a favor? Would you leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts so that I can hear from you, number one, and so that this show can begin to rank up higher in the podcast world? Uh, And if this is your first episode, I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for joining me, and I hope that you will hit the subscribe button and uh, that you'll get some value from this show. I've been sharing with you things that have that I've been learning along my journey in life and things that I'm continuing to learn that makes my life more fulfilling and helps steers my life in the direction that I want my life to go. And I believe that these principles that I'm sharing with you will help you as well in your life and in your leadership uh, as you're leading your life and your organization. And this episode is no different. Today's topic is one thing that I've been thinking about and to continue to learn So that I can continue to be a leader worth following. And I believe it's a topic that you need to be reminded of as well. In this episode, I want to talk about the importance of asking for help. Surrounding yourself with the right people. Why we need to do it. And what happens if we don't position ourselves next to others who will help us. Who will support us. Who will tell us the truth. Encourages along the journey. Called life. All right. So, you know... Years ago, I heard this quote from a a distant mentor. I never met him, but I enjoyed his teaching from afar. His name was Jim Rohn. He said that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I'm sure you've read this on Instagram or Facebook You've read this, and and that was Jim Rohn who said this, and if you think about it, that's very true. When you hang around with someone long enough, you start to pick up their mannerisms, their language, their culture, their habits, and most importantly, you start picking up their mindset. So as leaders, we must not only, number one, surround ourselves with the right people, but number two, we need to ask for the help of those right people when the situation calls for. So let's look at why we don't ask other people to help us. Let's say we need to accomplish a goal or we need to solve a complex problem in our personal lives or even maybe in our organizations. Why don't we like to include other people in the process of solving that problem or reaching that goal? I think there are a few key reasons and I'm going to give you some right now. Number one... I think that, that some of the reasons that we don't ask for help is, number one, we've been hurt by the past, or we've been hurt in the past. So perhaps you've been betrayed by someone you trusted, or that person left you feeling like you can't really trust other people. They backstabbed you, they, they betrayed you, they told on you, They, they you, you, you shared with them a secret, and yet they shared it with someone else. I get it, Right. And and, and trust is critical if we are to have a flourishing, meaningful relationship. But just because someone failed us in the past shouldn't allow us to shut the door and isolate ourselves and prevent ourselves really from flourishing into the leaders who we are called to be. You will be burned. I will be burned. But let us not allow it to stop us from pursuing meaningful, close relationships and most importantly, Asking for help when needed from those close relationships. Another reason I think we don't ask for help is number two, that we're afraid. We're afraid to be perceived as weak. We're afraid uh, that people or our teams or our colleagues or even our friends will think that we can't handle it on our own. But the reality is this. Asking for help doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make me weak. Asking for help, I believe, makes you strong. It makes you brave. It it reveals that you're confident in who you are and you're confident in your strengths, but you're also aware of your weaknesses and that you understand you're not delusional. You understand that you don't know everything. And here's a reality check. As a leader, you and I don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. It's a growth journey, it's a growth process, and that's okay. We don't need to know everything. The people we lead understand this fact. I was recently watching an interview with Bill Gates, and he is literally one of the most influential men on earth. Whether you love him or you hate him, he is still the most, one of the most influential men on earth. And he said something as I was watching him, and he said, as he seeks to learn more about health you know, global pandemics, global warming, medical breakthroughs, trying to find cures. He surrounds himself with professionals who can teach him. Professionals he can, who he can go to and rely on. Some are younger than he is. Some are older than he is. And he goes out of his way to read binders and binders of information, not just books, but binders of information. Why? Because he understands that he needs the help of other people if he is going to grow, if he's going to solve problems, if he is going to lead in this new arena. And the same is true for you and for me. Let's not allow fear to hold hold us back from asking for help. I think the third reason that we're afraid to ask for help is because we're, we're made to believe that we have to have all the answers, especially today on social media. Everybody has a solution to everything. And so as leaders, you don't need to know all the answers. Let me just break that to you. Let me give myself that advice, right? We don't need to know all the answers, but you must surround yourself with other people who know what you don't know. As a leader, you have to surround yourself with people who are strong in areas that you're weak in. Larry Robertson describes our human interdependency in the context of nature as he explains the Aspen effect and the ripple effect and what they mean for us. This is what he wrote. He said, the aspen effect draw its name from the fact that a stand of these beautiful white bark trees with their quaking green or in the fall golden leaves look like a lot of little tiny trees that are hanging together. Typically, there are about a hundred aspen trees standing together. They need one another to protect against the elements and to foster their well-being. Sometimes a stand can number in the thousands. The thing is, There are not a thousand trees. There are not a hundred trees. It's actually all one organism. You don't see it on the surface, but underneath, their root systems are connected. They are actually sharing nutrition, but also the anchorage in the earth to protect themselves from the elements. It's that hidden connectedness that exists in in an aspen stand That I used to describe not just what can happen as a leader built a community and built out into the ecosystem, but what can actually must happen. But what actually must happen. This doesn't mean that you can't lead your organization successfully for a period of time without that interconnection and interdependence on, on others, but inevitably... That link is the thing that keeps you strong. That's the thing that allows you to weather cycles. That's the thing that allows you to anticipate that interconnectedness underneath. And as leaders, I think that's so important. That's a powerful illustration of how we, and not only we should, but we need other people. And I believe that when God looked at the first man, Adam, He said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make for him a suitable helper. You know, in other words, it's not good for human beings to be alone. It's not good for you and I to be alone. We were designed to live in community. We were designed to thrive in community. You weren't designed to thrive alone. As a matter of fact, if they put you in an island all by yourself, you wouldn't be able to survive long. Despite the popular show, uh, that a man survives on an island all by himself, right? you would need resources and you would need the help of other people. We need each other to survive and not only survive, but we need each other to thrive. You need other people's giftings, other people's talents, other people's ideas, other people's strengths. And on the flip side of that is they need yours as well. They need your gifts. They need your talents. They need your ideas so we need each other in order to thrive. I used to, years ago, I used to work at a police department, a little mini correctional facility, for, the, for those of you who are envisioning this, or where inmates were held temporarily. Uh, it was called city lockup. And we had about 30 different cells or 40 cells, something like that. I don't really remember. But the point is that each person were placed in their own cell temporarily. And they were okay because they knew that they were placed in that detention cell Temporarily, they were going to see a judge in the morning, or who was going to determine the outcome? Were they going to go free, or were they going to go to a correctional facility? And the point that I want to make in bringing that up is this that the reason that they were comfortable in their tiny little cells is because they knew that it was temporarily. But when an inmate is placed in isolation for long periods of time, it's probably the one one of the most devastating psychological punishments that you can give a human being. I know a few people who were unfortunately in prison and who were in isolation. And they said too that it was the most devastating psychological punishment. It literally breaks you down as a human being. Because we weren't designed to be isolated. We weren't designed to be alone. We weren't designed to tackle problems and situations alone. Yet somehow we tend to believe that we can isolate. We tend to isolate, right? And here's a fun fact about me. I love speaking. I love presenting in front of people. That's one of my gifts, one of my talents. I love it. It brings me joy. I love empowering people, adding value to people, Uh, But after I finish speaking, I want to go home. I want to go to my room. I have a tendency to isolate, to go by myself, recuperate, replenish, refresh, right? I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I literally force myself to go out uh, sometimes and and interact with other people because it's not good for us to be alone. Now that we are hopefully breaking the, the, the COVID lockdowns, we understand this. We crave to be with other human beings. We crave to, to, to laugh and to have a good time and to create memories with other people. A child that is born, right? That child needs food, water, shelter. But guess what? It also needs the touch of another human being. And if that's true for a child, if it's true for an inmate, it's true for you and for me as leaders. And what happens when we fail to surround ourselves with the right people and ask for help? When we isolate ourselves, we, 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 we are walking in dangerous territory. Oftentimes, I believe that we as leaders fall into the traps or to the trappings of this world, whether that is temptation, whether that is pride, whether that is arrogance or ego, whether that's moral failure, we fall flat on our faces and we... Cause pain to ourselves and to the people that we love the most, and I believe it starts when we begin to isolate ourselves. Now, I want to share this with you. Uh, you and I become a target when you begin to isolate yourselves from other people who can help you. You become a target from the discur- for discouragement. You become a target for unproductivity, for burnout. I was watching a program. Uh, some time ago, and there was a group of gazelles just hanging out, eating. And all of a sudden, as they were chilling and they were eating their little grass, some hyenas started to strategically plan their defeat. And, and they started to chase these gazelles, right? All of a sudden, the gazelles saw these hyenas coming, and they started running. They started dispersing. Now, the hyenas being packed dogs, they started to chase the gazelles. And as the gazelles, they began to disperse from the flock. And and as they began to disperse from the flock, they began to remove themselves from that community. They began to remove themselves from the the, the very thing that would protect them, which is the, each other and they began to isolate themselves as they began to run for their own lives, every gazelle for themselves. And all of a sudden, the strategy of the hyenas worked. A group of hyenas communicated through their little roar, laughing type language. And all of a sudden, the group of hyenas regrouped together and they zeroed in and focused on the one gazelle that had become isolated. And every single one of, one of those uh, hyenas began to focus on that one gazelle that became isolated. And let me just say this, it didn't end well for that gazelle. And the point is this, when we isolate ourselves as leaders, we become, number one, we become targets. And number two, we become vulnerable for, for us to be less than our best And if we're going to maximize our leadership and maximize our potential and maximize our impact in our homes, in our organizations, in our communities, whether you're a leader in whatever capacity you are a leader in, if you have influence, you run the risk. And and let me just say that you and I cannot afford to isolate ourselves. We need each other. We need other people and here's what we need other people for to share ideas with we need other people to share our victories with we need other people to share our defeats and our weaknesses our losses with we need people where we can cry to who we can cry to who we can who we can share our, our losses with we need other people to share our pain and our struggles with we need other people to share our successes with We need other people who will give us insight. We need other people to give us hope. We need other people to provide guidance and shed light on certain things in our lives. We need other people to tell us the truth when we need to hear it the most. And not only do we need these things from others, but today you too can be that for some other leader. We need to weep with those who weep. We need to laugh with those who laugh. We need to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. And we and let me tell you something. Something happens when you and I become that type of leader. We not only, well, we'll get what we're giving, but it will cause a ripple effect of transformation in that person's life. We will help that person. We will save that person's lives, maybe their careers or their reputation, Because we were a part of their journey and we lend them an ear in our hearts and we gave them a safe place to be themselves. So I want you to not only to find that for you, but I also want you and challenge you as a leader to be that for someone else. So what can you and I do today? Number one, drop the pride. Now, let me just be honest. I don't like asking people for help. I really don't. And this is why we carry, as men particularly, as men, we, we carry our groceries all in one trip without asking for help, right? <laughs> so let's drop the pride. Let's have humility with those w- we trust in our lives. Some of the people who are close to, to, to us, you know, some of the people who are close to me know that I'm constantly asking for input. I, I, I don't like it, but I'm constantly doing it because I know that it is getting input that, that is how I grow. That is how I develop. I want to be better. I want to get better. And so I want to challenge you to do the same thing. Have people in your life where you can, where you can ask, where you can text, where you can call and say, hey, what, what are some, how would you describe me in a few words? Or, Hey, what are some of the adjectives that, will you, that you use to describe me? Or what are some verbs that you'll use to describe me? What are some of my strengths? What do you think are my vulnerabilities? What areas do you think I need to grow in? Now, obviously, you're not going to ask anybody, right? Joe Schmo from down the street. But you're going to have to find people in your life, leaders in your life, where you can ask for help. What else can you do today? Number two, take inventory. Who do you have today in your life as a leader that you can ask for help and be open with? Who do you have that in your life? Who do you have that? Or or do you have that? Right? Number three, make new connections. So number one, drop the pride. Number two, take inventory. Number three, make new connections. If you don't have someone in your life that you can be open and ask for help and vulnerable with, this one is very hard because it requires us to get out of our comfort zone. It requires us to be humble and it requires us to risk right? Let's build relationships with other people. And some ways we can build relationships with other people. Number one is to be curious. The people all around you are amazing. People are amazing. People have unique stories of of victories and, 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 and triumphs and victories that they have, things that they've overcome in their lives. Some people have incredible journeys. But yet the only way to get to know those stories and and, and understand those people is to to build a relationship with them is to stay curious, right? And and you stay curious by asking questions. And number two, give a helping hand. Give a helping hand. Be willing to give support to people, to help people, to have connections with people. Don't hoard. Give. Give. The blessing is always when we give, and I'm not just talking about giving money, but give of your attention, give of your energy, give of your insights, of your wisdom, of your uh, of your experiences, of your stories. Be generous in the things that you're doing. And if we're gonna do our best work, we're gonna. And and if we're gonna make a bigger impact, we need each other. We need other people. We need other leaders who will speak into our lives. And no one wants to go to an orchestra, right? You you don't go to an orchestra or watch a movie with one person. You don't go to an orchestra just to see the violin or the trumpet. (laughs) What makes an orchestra beautiful is the combination of giftings and sounds. What makes a a movie awesome is the talents of each person and the plot and the drama and the ups and the downs. It's the instruments, the music that's perfect, that that stirs your soul when you watch these musicians play all these different instruments. And so my challenge for you in this episode is to seek out friends, seek out coaches, mentors, counselors, iron sharpens iron that you can grow in and develop in. And also so that you can ask for helping. Surround yourself with like-minded, like-valued, driven people. If that makes sense. Listen friends, it takes time and it takes work. But together, we can become a leader worth following. You don't have to remain stuck. You don't have to put up a front. But you can take actionable, practical steps to get your breakthrough and not just accept your life, but lead your life towards excellence and towards impact. Because isn't that what you want? We want to have impact in this world and we want to impact the people in our lives. I want to thank you for joining me today. Please share this podcast on your social media. That's how we keep the message going. And I'll see you soon.